Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a heart-stricken ninja assassin, members of the Yamato clan, a mysterious island with a disturbing secret, the possibility of an emperor-sanctioned pardon, and ultra-violent action. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 495, Hell's Paradise, Jigo Kuraku. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spire Manga Review, some podcasts and vanger reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land. Hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this amazing podcast, which you can find at www.spirekin.com. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the review of the episode, because if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Yuji Kaku, and published by Shuisha, meaning it's brought over here by Viz Media. It's a Shonen Jump Plus manga that is a Shonen series, came out 2018 to 2019, with seven volumes, and this action, dark fantasy, psychological thriller is known simply as Jigo Kuraku, or Hell's Paradise. And this is a Shonen Jump story that is very unique compared to so many others, because it is a very simple mission. There is an island in the southwest known simply as Shinsekyo, or Kotaku, and it is rumored that this is the location for the elixir of life, who, when someone drinks this elixir, they will become immortal. The shogun has found out about this, and he has decided to send several expeditions to get a hold of this elixir for himself. He's had five expeditions, and they've all failed spectacularly. And it's not that they haven't found anything, it's that when people come back, something is wrong with them. Flowers are growing out of them. Some die instantly. It's kind of horrifying. And so... In order to not lose any more potential assets, the Shogun has decided to send a group of death row convicts. And each of these convicts have been given two things. One, the promise that if they're able to return with the elixir, they will get a pardon, only one pardon, so these are multiple people working against each other. And then each convict is given a Yamada Asemon Executioner, as their watcher, who's to make sure that they don't attempt to escape or use the elixir of life on themselves. Also, as a caveat, they have to return with their specific executioner, otherwise they're going to get killed. So it's, they have to find the elixir, protect their executioner without getting killed, and come back. And only one can get it, so tons of obstacles for these convicts. And each one is there for various reasons, and there's tons of characters. Like with most good Shonen Jump series, it's an ensemble cast. We have Yuzuriha, who, or Yuzuriha of Kisho, who is someone who is known for going on a murderous spree. She's a Kunoichi who uses slime. Don't ask. And her watcher is Yamada Asaman Senta, who doesn't like killing people and is a theologist. You have Asa Chobe, who is known as the Bandit King, who's had followers around him and he causes tons of problems. His assigned watcher is Yamada Asimon Jika. Then we have Tamiya Gentetsusai, or Tatsunosuke, the Blade Dragon, and the Eight Providence Unparalleled. He is a great warrior who wants to be immortal, not by living forever, but by his deeds. He was arrested for cutting down a daimyo's property in half with one blow. He is super powerful, super strong. Next, and his watcher is Yamada Asemon Fuchi, who is a person who's obsessed with studying anatomy. Then we have Nurugai. Nurugai, she is the last surviving member of the Sanka, who are a mountain tribe 
that's similar to the Yamishi who were hated by the shogunate and were hunted to extinction. And she's the last one. She was wrongfully convicted and her watcher decided to, well, help her out. Said, listen, you screwed this up. You do this, you get a pardon, you can live a full life. And her helper is Aseman Tensei. And he's the apprentice to Yamada Aseman Shion, who's a blind warrior who's scarred in the face. And then we have our main character. Our main character is Gabimaru. He is a ninja from Iwagakure who was trained to kill from birth and he's known as Gabimaru the Hollow. And when we open up, he's actually been sentenced to be executed, but nothing is able to kill him. They try cutting his head off. The sword breaks. They try burning him alive. He's perfectly fine in the fire. They cover him with boiling water. Nothing happens. Eventually, they get an executioner, Yamada Aseman Sagiri, to cut his head off. And for those of you who are unaware, the Yamada clan, or Yamada Aseman, is a historical figure who is known as the sword tester of the Shogun. His job was to test swords on corpses and cut people's heads off. He was an executioner. And that's why they made the whole family based on this one historical figure. And Sagiri has been interviewing Gabimaro, and he's like, oh, I don't care about anything. My life sucks. I hate all life. I just, you know, I'm hollow inside. But it turns out he's not hollow inside. He actually has motivation for what he wants to do. He ended up getting married to the daughter of the village chief of Iwagakure, who is not a assassin. She was a normal person who just wanted a very normal, peaceful life. And because she treated him different than everyone else, he started getting feelings, and he doesn't want to lose that. He doesn't want to look bad in front of her. He stopped killing people because of that, and that's how he got caught, because it was a setup. He was captured during this mission that was sent to... They betrayed him, and now his whole goal is, I want to get back to my wife. That's it. And... These individuals have to go on this island, which is filled with disturbing, strange beings known simply as the uh, Xion. And their ruler is the Tensen, or the heavenly immortal beings that inhabited this island. And there's seven of them who are all very unique, weird, and different, and able to change sexes and shapes, and they're kind of horrifying. And their whole reason for being is they're trying to create the elixir of life using tau and elements from body parts. So the people who've come to this island to save the day are actually going to become part of the elixir if they can't survive. So it starts off as a, we're going to do a fetch quest, becomes a, we have to get off this island alive and work together. And a lot of them hate each other and they want to kill each other. And all the characters are very unique and well done. And I have to admit, I read the entire series after starting this off. The story is very compelling and it's engaging. And more importantly than that, it is not a typical shonen series where you have the shonen power creep and you have the tournament arc. No, this is literally... You start running, they get to the island, things go to hell, and it's them just trying to get off the island. They meet a couple of the inhabitants who are good, you find that the island is split up into three sections, and then you have some other elements going on as well besides the Tensen, because you have the former ninjas from Iwagakure going to the island to kill Gabimaro, because he can't exist. He's a pacifist, and that is a specific title, and... Whoever kills him gets that title, so they're going there to shut him up. So 
you have all this going on. And also, before I forget, one of the prisoners is trying to escape and has a mole on the inside that one of the Asaman executioners are not who they seem to be. This series is crazy. It's violent. It's gory. It's a blast. I like period piece manga, and I love series set in the uh, shogunate period and the samurai, and this is a perfect story for that. And it is a full series. It starts from point A, ends at point B. We know where it ends. It's 127 chapters of pure madness and amazing action. Uh, They do throw in some interesting elements involving Tao, but for the most part, it's not really, you have fireball abilities or you have these weird special powers. It's literally just their skill. I mean, there's one character who, one of the comics we don't talk about, who is, he's just a giant monster. He was strong for his age and he doesn't know any better. That's his whole power. And then we have, like I said, Yuzu Riha wears, uses slime to wrap people up. But also she's covered in the slime because it actually will hide her scars. And then we have, well, tons of characters that are all different in all different abilities. Uh, Nurugai's ability is completely crazy. You're like, really? She does that? Okay, that works. And the twists and turns, top notch. Now, the art style is very detailed and it is thorough. It's not Kentaro Mura thorough, but it's pretty in-depth. And it gives me a reminding feeling of... It reminds me a little bit of Blade of the Immortal and Vagabond with the art style and with some of the backgrounds. I highly recommend this. And for all these reasons, I have to give this a really, really, really cool... You read it now. This is one of the best mangas I've read in a while where I've actually wanted to devour the entire thing in one sitting. Greta was like, what are you doing? I'm reading the manga. And I just kept reading it and reading it, and I had to know how it ended. And I'm actually collecting this just because it's so great. So I highly recommend this. And I know there's an anime adaptation, and I hope the adaptation is just as good as this manga. So if you've read Hell's Paradise, what are your thoughts? Let me know. Email me, zanspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. And so with that in mind, let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. And these came out on October 25th, 2022. We have 26 titles that came out this week. We have Amanda's Cat Volume 7, Attack on Titan, the final season part two manga box set, Black Paradox by Junji Ito, Blue Lock Volume 3, Dance of the Vampire Bund, Age of Scarlet Order Volume 7, Dark Souls, the manga, Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba, the Flower of Happiness, Die Even More Valiantly Volume 1, how Do We Relationship, Volume 7, Last Gender, Volume 1, Love and Lies, Volume 12, The Lailing Ending, Momo, The Blood Taker, Volume 2, Necromance, Volume 5, Parallel Paradise, Volume 11, Shangri-La Frontier, Volume 2, Solo Leveling, Volume 1 through 5. This is a exclusive box set for Barnes & Nobles. Suppose a kid from the last Dungeon Boonies moved to a starter town, Volume 6. Survival in Another World with My Mistress, The Light Novel, Volume 3. The Exo Drive Reincarnation Games All Japan Isekai Battle Tournament, Volume 3. So if you want to read that garbage series, there's another one of those. The Husky and His White Cat Shizun, Urza Heitai Debamu Shizun, The Novel, Volume 1. The Strange Adventures of a Broke Mercenary, The Light Novel, Volume 6. The World After the Fall, Volume 1. 
Versailles of the Dead, Volume 3, Villains Are Destined to Die, Volume 1, Welcome to the Ballroom, Volume 11, it has been a while, but yep. And then last and certainly not least, Yokai Cats, Volume 1. So which of these you are you most excited about? For me, I'm excited about Yokai Cats, Welcome to the Ballroom, Strange Adventures of a Broke Mercenary, Solo Leveling, How Do We Relationship, Blue Lock, and of course, Amanda's Cat. So let me know which ones you're excited about. Email me at or tweet me at Spirekin. And so before we go any further, I'd like to thank all of you who are listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I am so excited because we are five away from episode 500. And I got to say, it's been a wild ride. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can because I love doing this. I love getting recommendations out. And if you want to listen to any of our earlier episodes, you can check them out at www.spirekin.com. You can tweet us at Spirekin. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. I'm personally at Zan. That's X-A-N at Spirekin.com. And just search for us online. You'll find us one way or the other. We're also on TikTok now. I just did a review for some cool movies, so you can look it up on there. Just look up Zan Spirekin. And last and certainly not least, if you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon. It helps create more fun content for you to enjoy. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the part that you have all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. We're going to spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on. That manga is the one I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, episode 496. That is four away from episode 500. So let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number five. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga. Well, that is about the evilness of a specific type of pet. We're talking about the evil secret society of cats. What is it about? I don't know. I know it's a four coma. That's about it. So if you've read this, let me know what your thoughts are. And as usual, I am your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. I'll see you later.